0: we're going to talk about the Rodrigo Blankenship firing. We're going to talk because it is Optimism Wednesday. Seven great reasons to feel good about the Indianapolis Colts against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Colts, four-point favorites, that's not among them, but we're going to talk about the reasons to feel real good about the Colts. Uh, Colts, uh they, they've got issues, and, and we know that. And we're going to talk about some of their issues, and Blankenship's and firing does not correct all of them. Um, this is an absolutely seminal game for this era of the Colts franchise. A loss here would be enormous. A win here would be enormous. That's what makes the NFL so great, and we're going to talk about that. The NFL... Every single week. I mean, the NBA, 82 games. Major League Baseball, 162 games, right? You know what? You play Tuesday night against Cleveland, who gives a damn? In baseball or basketball, regardless of what team you're playing or or rooting for. In football, by God, a Colts-Jacksonville game in week two is huge. And this is why the NFL is king. We're going to talk about Indiana basketball. Indiana basketball, getting some visits from local kids who could really buffet that franchise. They are also on the road. The coaching staff, the entire coaching staff, yesterday was at the Mount Verde Academy looking at a bunch of guys because the Mount Verde Academy has a bunch of guys. Indiana football. You feel good about Indiana football? as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite against Western Kentucky. Mm, We'll talk about that, too. This is Breakfast with Kent. For Wednesday, September 14th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent and sign up. Man, you deposit your first deposit up to a 1000 bucks, They match it in free play cash. And you get 25 casino chips besides if you deposit $100 or more. It's all rolling at BUSR. Sign up today. All right, hit the subscribe button. We got like 90 subscribers yesterday. It was awesome. Hit the like button. We have gotten over 300 likes, six straight posts. That is an all-time record. Ring the bell so when we go live, you get an alert. We went a little bit early today. You would have gotten an alert. You did get an alert if you're watching live. That's the way this rolls. And if you want to donate, donate. It's always very nice. We've gotten a lot of donations the last three days, too. Times. Really good for, uh, you know, us interacting. We get a little bit angry and all of a sudden we uh, we get active and we're talking to each other. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Let's talk about sports, shall we? All right. The Colts, they cut Rodrigo Blankenship, and that's not all they did yesterday. They signed quarterback Tony Brown to the 53-man roster yesterday. They signed Chase McLaughlin and Lucas Haversick to the uh, practice squad. Those guys are both kickers. They're going to battle it out throughout the week for who gets to go on Sunday. Is either going to be an upgrade from Blankenship. That's the real question. They signed cornerback uh, Daryl Baker Jr. and safety Henry Black to the practice squad. They released former practice squatters, cornerback uh, Chris Wilcox, which did not making anybody sad who watched nothing against Chris Wilcox. But uh, did you ever feel good when he was out on the field? The answer is no. Safety Will Redman and guard Arlington Hambright. Arlington Hambright sounds like a character from a Dan Aykroyd team or Dan Aykroyd movie. Like the, the team in Spies Like Us, he and Chevy Chase were uh, Austin Milbarge and Emmett Fitzhume. Arlington Hambright would have been a great name for a Bill Murray character if there had been one in Spies Like Us, the movie. And if you haven't seen it, don't. It's not Dan Aykroyd's best work. Uh, You know what? This this firing of Roberto Blankenship is is like a new chapter of the old Jerry Tarkanian quote, which was, the NCAA is so mad at Kentucky, they're going to give Cleveland State another year of probation, right? Matt Ryan, four fumbles, three missed snaps. You know, you had uh, Braden Smith, who was not good on, on Sunday in Houston, you had a bunch of problems. That that wide receiver room did not look like it's nearly as talented as people portrayed it as in the preseason. Alec Pierce with a couple of, you know, that drop. Ashton Dulin with a drop. All game-costing drops. Frank Reich, a couple of brain farts. You know what? Rodrigo Blankenship was not the only reason that the Colts lost. Or, that, well, that they tied. That they didn't win all right, which is a loss, let's face it, but we'll take the tie. The the tie at the end of the season could get dressed up like a win, or it could get dressed up like a loss. It could cost them a playoff spot. Roberto Blankenship missed a kick. That's it. What kind of pressure do you think these cats, Whether let's say it's Chase McLaughlin, what kind of pressure do you think he's going to be under on Sunday in Jacksonville in a similar position? You know, every kick means his job right? They could wind up, like, if, if you keep bringing in lesser kickers every week, the odds of them missing is greater, and you're going to have to bring in another kicker the following week. It's a never-ending, it's going to be you know, like a, the turnstile that Braden Smith was on Sunday. It's going to be another guy coming by, and another guy coming by, another guy coming by to kick field goals and extra points and kickoffs. Man, I'll tell you what, the tentacles of injury are enormous in the NFL, and Rigoberto uh, Sanchez, his injury really cost Blankenship his job. That hold might not have been perfect, and Sanchez, he handled the kickoffs, and that wouldn't have exposed Blankenship to knocking two out of bounds on Sunday. So, you know, when dominoes start falling and they're not in your direction, and those of you who are a little bit longer in the tooth and you've seen this in your careers... You know how this works. Sometimes you get the breaks, and all of a sudden, pop, 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 pop. Opportunities arise, and sometimes, Opportunities fade. And that's the way it goes. That's life. And that's life for uh, Roberto Blankenship. This Jacksonville game is absolutely enormous. Um, You know what? Uh Jags plus 155 money line. Ooh. You know what? I never wager against teams I root for because I don't like that conflict in my head. But the Colts haven't won there since 2014. Ooh. And you, you, Jacksonville's coming off a loss also against Washington where they didn't look incompetent. They just gave up 14 points in the fourth quarter. All of a sudden you, you look at this game for Jacksonville, their home opener, and you think, eh, you know what, maybe they're going to feel the same urgency that the Colts feel. Uh, if The Colts win, everybody exhales, and all the pressure in the building kind of goes away and you feel normal again. If, I'm not even going to talk about the other if. I'm not even going to talk, it's Optimism Wednesday, let's not even talk about it. But fingers getting pointed, and uh, they don't have a goofy kicker to point them at anymore. So who are they going to point fingers at now if things take another step in the wrong direction? That's a pretty good question. You kind of you, you kind of kick to the curb the guy you could scapegoat. Is scapegoating a guy after week one—that that's a, there's some panic on West 56th Street. Um, like I said, Colts are four point favorites. Let's talk about reasons that the Colts are going to win this game. Being that it's Optimism Wednesday, Press Taylor is the offensive coordinator. Press Taylor worked here last year. Uh, with Frank Reich. He was the senior offensive assistant for the Colts last year. He worked with Frank Reich in Philadelphia as well. Doug Peterson's the head coach. Frank Reich worked with him. There are no secrets in this offense from Frank Reich. Maybe Doug Peterson and Press Taylor get a little bit creative. But are they going to get creative in ways that Frank Reich doesn't anticipate? We'll see. On the other side of the coin, are there going to be any secrets or any surprises at Frank Reich. I hope not. When you're the better team, we've talked about this the last two days. When you're the better team, you don't need to out-clever anybody. You just need to outplay them and out-execute them. That's how you beat a lesser team. That's what the Jaguars are. They are a lesser team to the Colts. They don't have as much talent. The Colts have the most expensive offensive line in football, Put that line to work, knocking guys down and opening holes for Jonathan Taylor and keeping people off Matt Ryan so he can deliver the ball to Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, who's going to be better than he was in week one, and to Paris Campbell, who's healthy and didn't look bad on Sunday, not terribly busy. You can throw it to Mike Stroud and Ashton Doolin, too. Um, Washington averaged only three yards per rush, and they still won. The Colts are going to average five and a half minimum against the Jaguars. Jaguars aren't that tough on defense, and the, the Colts' running game is stout. They're going to be a problem. Uh, Jags gave up 14 points in the last 10 minutes. Colts scored 17 points in the fourth quarter on Sunday. They're a good team late. Matt Ryan is a great quarterback late, has always been a great fourth quarter quarterback. Seven and ten last year with Atlanta, four of those games' fourth quarter comebacks. Uh, Washington made the Jags try to have Lawrence beat them. Lawrence was 24-42 of for 275 with a touchdown and an interception. If the Colts stack the box and they don't allow Jacksonville to check to runs, you got a chance, and then put pressure on Lawrence, you have a chance to get them off schedule, and you got a real chance to beat their ass and, and have it not be close. So the Colts, all of a sudden, they aren't just winning the money line. They're covering. you got to put pressure on Lawrence, and you've got to make it look rewarded. It's got to make it look like you're rewarding their uh, decision to pass. You've got to not allow them to run. They ran the ball pretty effectively against Washington. 18 runs, 123 yards. Uh, The Colts, they netted 517 yards on Sunday. That's number one in the NFL all right, they were number two in passing yards, number six in rushing yards, number one in first downs. This is an offense that absolutely moved the football. They just didn't move it into the end zone. So do that again against the Jaguars. And you know what? The, the message is simple from Reich. Do your job. Play your game. And the result's going to be a win. You don't need to outthink people. You don't need to out clever people. You don't need to talk to the goofballs up in the suite, the MIT guys with all the numbers. You don't need to talk to them. You don't need to open it up to them. You don't beat the Jaguars with math. You beat it with toughness, and you beat it with execution. All right. Uh, Let's talk. uh, Pede's reporting some interesting things about Indiana basketball yesterday. Don't want to ignore the news about Indiana basketball, because we're all furious about Colts football. Uh, Jalen Harrelson 6'7", point guard, he's a sophomore, and Trent Sisley from Heritage Hills, also a sophomore, 6'7", but he's a forward. They are both going to visit Indiana this weekend as the Hoosiers take on Western Kentucky. That's good news. Still, got to be able to recruit Central Indiana, Southern Indiana, got to be able to get those guys in the fold down in Bloomington and win games with them. They know how to play at a high level. Yesterday, according to Peagues, the entire... Coaching staff down at Mount Verde Academy yesterday. They visited everybody. They looked at Derek Queen, who's a class of 23 or 24 kid, Liam McNeely, class of 24, Asa Newell, class of 24, uh, Cooper uh, Flag, class of 25, Jalen Hood Shafino, and uh, Malik Renault from Mount Verde already at Indiana. If you can establish a nice pipeline for Mount Verde, to Bloomington, That's a really good thing. That is one of the top three high school programs in the country. Obviously, they recruit from all over the country. They do a really good job of developing kids. If you can get that pip- pipeline established and a pipeline established that brings a kid like Harrelson or a kid like Sisley uh, uh, into Bloomington, you got a chance to win national championships. And that's what Mike Woodson is trying to get done. So uh, Mike Woodson doing a great job on the recruiting front. We'll see how the classes of, of 23, 24, and 25 go. Uh, it seems like the work is getting done to check a lot of boxes in recruiting. Um, IU, like I said, six-and-a-half-point favorites against Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky 2-0, and oh, including a win against Hawaii. How are you feeling about Indiana? It's a six-and-a-half-point favorite coming off two wins. They're 2-0. Why do I keep bitching and moaning about Tom Allen and making fun of Tom Allen's celebrations? They're 2-0, Indiana is. It's Optimism Wednesday. Let's celebrate what Indiana's doing. Uh, the Cubs, they beat the Mets 4-1 last night. All of a sudden, they're playing good baseball. Ian Happ, David Bodie, home runs. Samson was terrific on the bump. Sox beat the Rockies last night 4-2. They're still three back as Eloy Jimenez keeps raking. Three-run homer last night. Michael Kopeck was really pretty good last night in five innings. They're still three back. Cleveland keeps winning. you got to beat Cleveland head to head. Let's celebrate some birthdays on this Optimism Wednesday. Joy, joy, joy. Brian Borowski celebrating a birthday. Diane Thiel Brown, William Benjamin, Steve Mayflower, Steve Ali, the great Dick Ray celebrating a birthday. Mel McMahon celebrating a birthday. Does great work every year on behalf of the Salvation Army and this uh, radio found to benefit the WIBC radio found to benefit the Salvation Army. Uh, how about some Reds coverage? <laughs> Sorry. That ain't happening. I'm not a Reds fan, so I I talk about what I love. I don't love the Reds. I'm sorry. I I apologize. If they play the Cubs, they play the Sox, we talk about the Reds. That's the way it goes. Jim Lefko, happy birthday. Mike Weiss, happy birthday. Wendy Stafford-Viverito, happy birthday. And Diana Packham-Lawrence, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest, and specific compliment. Just be good to one person. Be good to one person. It's all you have to do to lift everybody up. You're good to one. That person's good to two. They're good to four. And all of a sudden, everybody's good to everybody, and we're all happy people. We're going to talk to you this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. I can't wait to see what the Colts do today to enhance their chance at victory and show that they're, you know what, There's a difference between urgency and panic. Maybe this is just urgency. Let's hope. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.